Welcome everyone. How's it I going? Thank, I want to thank Ming Chen and Mike Zapsik for being with us again this week. Or Are you kidding? This time, whatever. We're not on a specific schedule. We just kind of sit down whenever we feel like it or everybody has time. How are things going with you, gentlemen? Great. Busy. Uh, can't complain. We're here. We're doing uh, curated boxes for the stash. Uh, Ming's going to be coming in next week and pulling his, his comics for people. So it's actually really cool. Yeah, I um, th this idea kind of came from our friend uh, Sal over at uh, Comic Pop. Uh, we did a podcast with them uh, a couple weeks ago. He's like, "Why don't you sell boxes? You know, you guys can uh, pick out your favorite stuff and uh, and and put together curated boxes to send out to people." And we're like, "That's a great idea." And uh, Mike, show them the stack. Can you show the stack of orders uh, we've been? How's it been going so far, Mike? Yeah, that's uh, those are all the receipts from all the people who've ordered in the last. What less than forty eight hours? I would say. Yeah, actually, this has been—it's been three days. Today's okay. our third day, and you know, I'm—I'm going to say this to, to anyone out there who's who's watching. Uh, keep calling. That's the only. I don't feel comfortable taking your credit card information over email, because it just puts it out there in the, the interwebs and some like dark wizard or whatever the hell they do will get a hold of your stuff through me, and I'll feel really awful. I'm not going to give you your money back, but I'll feel awful. So, uh, but keep calling the store. I'm going to be here Monday through Friday taking orders. And we're going to keep this going. On, this the, is, on the weekends, you should have the, the phone forwarded to your to your home phone so you can keep that going to happen. Home. I, I like to do <laughs> Come on. Come on. A, ABC always be closing. Come on. You want the steak? I guys? always am closing. That's that's the problem. If you want the steak? Exactly. Guys, you're not, Mike. Come on. Like a, you know, we're, we're, you know what? I, I like to think that we are going to be doing that. We're going to be saving uh, the secret stash. So, or at least helping the secret stash to not go under. So I'm, I'm kind of happy about that. I, You're I, fighting for your own job at this point, right? I am. I'm essentially, I am, uh, this is my tryout for my job. So <laughs> Wait a minute. Have you been there like twenty years? You're still you're still on tryout. You're still on probation. Yeah, I'm still on probation right now. <laughs> Every time you get really close to getting off, right back on it. Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, in the Venture Brothers, like ah, oh, Speedy, that close to getting your wings. You're uh, you're freaking so, Ryan from the Office. You're like the temp, then you're like the boss, and then you're back yeah. to the temp again. No, then I'm back to the temp, and yeah, that's pretty much me. We uh, we we ordered our boxes. I called yesterday, Daniel. You got in today. I, I got think. I got mine to order today. Yeah, very good. We're looking forward to it. Uh, nobody can go to any conventions still, obviously, so that's a great thing to do. We'll be able to be like having a little little con at home. We're gonna open ours on live stream when they come in, so we'll be sure very to tag cool. you. I hope you like them. Um, they're gonna be blind curated, so essentially, people are um, Brian. Walt, Ming, and I are going to be pulling um, like receipts out of the hat, get a name, uh, a price list, and boom, boom, boom. We'll be doing it that way. I'm going to try to make it as much of the stuff from my childhood as I possibly can, and you know, we'll see. We'll see where it goes from there. But um, yeah, it's it's been it's been really like a boost in the arm that people are like, you know. We're fans of the show. Want us to help save the the stash or help you guys keep the lights on, and also, um, you know, 
give back to you know you guys for entertaining us week in week out absolutely it's 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 a minimal investment where can you go anywhere and get a four times signed picture in a $25 box. That doesn't happen. Nowhere. No, that's, I, I was thinking about that. I'm like, you know what? I think I made this box a little too cheap, but you know what? That's I'm kidding. I'm, I'm we're more than happy to do it. Time to get rid of all those free comic book day books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm marking them up. They're no longer <laughs> free kids. Nope. Yeah. They're, they're definitely not. They, and they weren't free to begin with. So, no, they were never free. They always cost the comic book store something. Absolutely. I didn't know that. Dignity mostly, but, uh, you know, also. <laughs> I'm excited for my box. Uh, I love mystery boxes. Y'all had me at the blind box. Cool. Oh, my God, box. I can't. We both are suckers for that stuff, but I can't tell you how much money Daniel has spent on blind boxes of shit when we go places. How many of those... $20 kid robot Simpsons figures if you bought at at Universal and you probably. have like 11 of the same one. Yeah, I probably bought over a dozen and I've got, I can see them on my shelf. I've got five different characters. Okay. <laughs> Any of them fishbulb? Uh, no. Oh, Damn. Mr. Sparkle? No, I the, have uh, Mr. Sparkle the house, back here. They're the three house of horror characters. Yeah, Ben, yeah, I got Ben, uh, Mr. Sparkle. Mr. Sparkle, yeah, fishbulb. Yeah, yeah Ben's yeah, got that. I have Mr. Sparkle. He's good stuff. I haven't unboxed him since I brought him home from my office, but uh, it's good times. That's cool. That's the one I, I've been looking for. So you're the guy at the Comic Cons, like because we, we there's usually now if you go to any Comic Con, there are five to ten to twenty blind box vendors. That's all they sell. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You at the at the I bought I bought probably four or five of those, and I'm I, I don't buy them no more. <laughs> And um, I think you get sucked in because uh, they're able to design the outside of the box. So you have like it's, it's what does box. it? It's what does it? I know you. They'll have them that look like the the Hellraiser cube. Yes. The the the, the Energon, the Allspark cube from Transformer. You know, they look like something to get your attention, and then fill them with crap. Right. It's all stuff from Wish. dot com. <laughs> they well, they spent the twenty dollars on the box. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're paying for the package. Yeah. 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 Uh, Tardis box. There's a Star Wars box. Whatever. Mm -hmm. I've seen the Tardis. Ready Player One, all that, and it sucks you in, and you're, and um, I guess they always promise uh, you buy like a twenty-five dollar box, like oh, there's fifty dollars worth of stuff in here, and um, fifty dollars original retail maybe, right? In nineteen ninety-five or whenever it was from, right? So have you gotten a box at a con that you were like, wow, this was good? Uh, no, not a mystery <laughs> box at a convention. <laughs> and yet you keep buying them. You get well, you know, you keep, you know, <laughs> this different vendors. You think somebody might have better stuff. <laughs> this time is going to be different. I swear. I don't do it no more, though. Ever the optimist. Uh, yeah. Seriously. I put too much faith into people. It's like that woman that, you know, I, I hate to say it, but, you know, he, he'll change for me. He'll change. No, he won't. Oh, yeah. no. Sorry, no, he won't. Not going to do it. You you burn me once. We're, I'm done. That's that's it. Yeah, I, I've learned my lesson on that, too. It's like, yeah, burn me once. I'm done. Funko still gets me. I buy a lot of their minis. Uh, but but Funko is different. Funko is quality stuff. You do, it you is. Get, you and get a quality item when you yeah. buy a Funko product. And we're also authorized dealers for them, so we can order direct. So it doesn't hurt as bad when it was $4 instead of 8 for the mini that you got three of the same ones. So. I got you. Yeah. 
and you can give those away to your nieces and nephews. And yeah, so we'll give Daniel and I trade them between each other. We we'll buy boxes and just swap out what the duplicates. Man, I didn't, talk, I didn't even talk about this last time. I got to go to Toy Fair, I guess, two months ago. So, you know, of course, the first place I go to is the massive Funko booth. And uh, I hope you guys saved your money for the year because I, I saw some cool stuff coming out, man. I saw some cool stuff coming out. I mean, not only the Funko Pop figures, but now they have the – have you seen the the Funko sodas? The sodas are cool. Yeah, sodas, yeah. I, I haven't bought any of those yet, but I like them. Yeah, and you don't know if you're getting the chase until you open it, which is really cool. That means that the like store that. employees can't Debo all the yep. good ones before they go That's out. Smart. Hey, don't look at me. <laughs> Daniel went. We went to Hot Topic down here one time, and Daniel bought. What'd you buy? It was a whole case of Lord of the Rings, was it? Yeah. No. Yeah. A brand new case. They had just brought out of the back of the stock room. <laughs> They still had all, like the plastic it, on it, it and it was all the same three characters. They had already and they had cherry picked the whole thing. Yeah. Like there's people were, going in, they're going in stores with little dope scales and they're weighing the figures to figure out what's in the box. And I mean, they take all the fun out of it. Holy I was going to say, Dan, Daniel, did you get a job at Hot Topic so you could bogart all the really good Funkos? <laughs> no, but I, I, I won't lie that uh, years ago before they had their rules in place for the employees like going through the stuff, I had friends that worked there that would call me when they and, and hold me all the good stuff in the back. Oh yeah, yeah you always read the skids. You know, uh, we we had a couple of uh, had a couple of guys on the inside of Toys R Us back in the day. Yeah, and then, and then I mean, you guys heard the infamous story of uh, oh yeah, of, stories of uh, Kevin and Jay. I had what a lady at uh, AB Toys that would call me when they got the new stock. <laughs> that, that's when you know you might have a problem. What, what what was it with Kevin and Jay with them? Oh, I mean, uh, I have a problem. I'm not going to deny it. Yeah, most <laughs> people like to spin the camera around. They uh, most people heard the story where they would wait in the Toys R Us parking lot for like two hours before they opened, just so they could be the first ones inside to get like a 12 inch Greedo, or the. Oh yeah, I've so heard Kevin talk about that. Like an extra ten bucks at the stash. Yeah. So I mean, we we all did that. Uh, and every employee of uh, Jay and Silent Bob's had their uh, Toys R Us runs. So, and that that seemed like too though that was kind of Kevin and Jay's thing. Like that was just something they did together to you know spend time and enjoy the hunt. It seemed like they had a good time doing it and yeah. keep Jay Jay's mind occupied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but I say uh, who needs drugs when you have toys. That's what I say, but <laughs> that's what I've always said. Or comics. That's I've always said that. Comics do, Pop yeah. culture in general. Pop culture is the opiate of the masses. Absolutely. I buy some of the dumbest stuff. I've been on an enamel pin kick lately. I've been buying tons of pins. And uh recently I bought a uh nineteen ninety, I believe it is, Star Trek five, the was five the undiscovered country? Anyway, I was the undiscovered country. It should have stayed undiscovered. It's a craft marshmallow dispenser that you could mail away. Uh, you could mail away labels from those big jet puff marshmallows, and they would send you this Star Trek little thing that shoots the marshmallows out. And I saw it on some stupid '80s Facebook group, and well, now I have one. So, of course you do, because they were making s'mores when they were camping and singing. Yeah. Very public domain songs. Absolutely, because, you know, Star Trek and 
marshmallows has a lot to do with each other. Why not? Oh, hold on. I, I had to. I, I was like, you had me a marshmallow dispenser. I'm like, so I mean, this is useless without images. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. There so it you're is. talking about this thing right here. It's I am craft. And so, how does this work? You put marshmallows in it? Yes, it holds a grand total of four of the big marshmallows. It comes with a fork and a spoon just in case you can't fit a whole marshmallow in your mouth, I guess, maybe because it was for kids. But it just the most obscure crap. That's the kind of stuff I'm into. The weirder it is, the better. Oh, this is so I mean, weird. I get that, but this is so out there and so fringe. <laughs> yes, this it's is, very fringe. Oh, my God. It's like, hey, do you have that? Remember when McCoy had the, you know, the marshmallow dispenser? Yeah, that was awesome. Like, no, it wasn't. The whole movie no. sucked. You, you remember back to uh, the, with the original series, uh, they would put Star Trek on anything, like any toys. Yeah. They would slap the, the name on it. Yeah, they had a, a Spock, you throw it in the air and it comes down on a parachute. So oh, yeah. I've seen, I don't uh, remember they had, like. The, the the generic space helmets and they just put a Star Trek sticker on it. Sure, yeah, yeah. and it dug into your skull. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, that was awesome. It probably had lead paint on it too. That's probably what's wrong with half of us at this time. Yeah, probably. But the great thing about the really fringe stuff, though, is that it's normally not that expensive. I think I got that in the original packaging and everything for like twenty bucks. Oh, there's the helmet. That's the one with the fuck, crazy siren. Fuck, That's the siren. Right, so once it's Spock and once it yep. Kirk on it, and and it had not, it was never in the show. They just slapped stickers onto a helmet. That's awesome. But now it's legendary. Like I would love to have one of these helmets. I uh, bet they're very yeah, they're really expensive now. They are. They're extraordinarily expensive. Ming, if you can go back to that that other one, the yellow one with the uh, the goggles over yes. the, instead of the visor. Yep. Hang on, let me pull it up. I uh, I got. I forgot about that one too. I mean, I saw that at a con one time, the Astro Helmet. Wow. With the oh. bubble eyes? And you know that Kirk didn't uh, wear that on this show <laughs> at all. That was very early Photoshop. They just cut the picture of the helmet out and taped it over. Exactly. Kirk. <laughs> it, it was Photo Chuck. It was uh, that, yeah. that's who did it, Chuck. This, this is a cool helmet, though. It's cool. Oh, yeah. I'm that one. This kind of goes along the lines of the bootleg toys, though. Daniel, you're a big fan of those, the Chinese knockoffs. I have, like, I have, uh, lots, of, I have lots of knockoff and bootleg toys. Like Boy Deformation, where it's like a crossover between Toy Story and Transformers and, I mean, all that stuff. I've got a, there's, I've got there's a, big, a whole. I've got a big He Man uh, that's from Mexico that's like they took him and they like blew him up real big. But he's hollow like those old outdoor Christmas decorations, like that blow mold. <laughs> oh, but it, looks like, hey. it looks like the old figure. It's just huge. Daniel, have you ever seen um, – there's a, a book called Plaid Stallion. No. And there's a website. It's Plaid Stallion. It's all the, the, the junk toys that you never knew you needed or wanted. So, I don't, that's, that's dangerous information. Yeah. Well, PlaidStallion.com, if you go on, they actually have a book that – just goes through all the stuff like like the uh the the uh spock uh parachuter oh wow and all sorts of like like crappy mego knockoffs from um 
Argentina or yeah. Bolivia or something. They're they're made out of cocaine instead of plastic. <laughs> I'm gonna check that out. Oh, you're, oh we're looking at now. It's okay. uh, PladStallions.com. It's plural, and it's uh, you relive in the '70s, a catalog page at a time. <clears throat> it's yeah, oh, this that's is cool. So much fun. Well, old toys were the best toys. Oh man, those parachutes look awesome. Spider-Man, <laughs> Batman, and Superman. That oh, yeah. awesome. I had them. I had almost all of them. Yeah, I remember having the little toys. army. Man, but I never had the the themed ones, the pop culture. Yeah, the the themed, themed ones were a little before our time. Well, you guys are youngsters, so. Well, I mean, everybody here is reasonably close. I think Daniel's the youngest one here. Uh, you're what, 35 now? Yeah. Because yeah, I'll be 41 this year. And Ming looks like he's 12, but you're what? You know, yeah, I am not 12. He's 86. Yeah. He sells mogwais in his spare time. I do. Yeah, they're very lucrative. <laughs> so, oh, do you yeah. happen to to drive a yellow bus through Chinatown? And <laughs> Jack Burton and Jack Burton, Burton Egg Shen. I wish, man. I would love to live in little little China, man. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> not not enough people talk about Big Trouble in Little China. I know it's such an overlooked movie from the the eighties. It is. We we met James Hong last year at. Was it Megacon? No, it was Tampa Bay, wasn't it? Tampa. I think, At yeah. 90 years old, that man is still as spry and energetic. He was joking with everybody. Super nice guy. He's amazing. Didn't he want to meet us, Ming? He, he did. We were at a con in L.A., and his he's, his guy came over, a guy working with him came over. was like, hey, uh, you guys want to meet James Hong? He wants to meet you guys. We're like, huh? <laughs> and uh, we went over there, and we were talking to him. And, um, yeah, for whatever reason, he was like, hey, man, take my business card. Like, he had a James Hong business card. With all the social media and stuff on it, and I think I had his email on it. I bet like we could email him. I guess I'm like, hey, thanks, man. We're we're just big fans. We just we love you, man. So, um, but yeah, we uh, we, we he sent a guy over to see if we would come over and say hello. I thought that was cool. That is cool. Yeah, it's awesome. He's uh, he was very very cool when we met him. Very nice. I, I was surprised at 90 that he had the stamina. I mean, there's guys that are. 30 years old that are out signing for two hours and then they're gone for two hours. And he was there the whole day. I mean, just never, the only time he let up was to go to photo ops and stuff like that. I guess it's good. It keeps you active, keeps you going. He, um, yeah, he's a machine and I, I didn't know he was that old. I mean, it's the Asian genes, but, um, there's, a. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Awesome. There. Yeah, there we are. It's a good, good picture of us. Good it picture. is, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he was very well dressed. Yeah, really cool dude. But I mean, man, that guy's a legend, though, for sure. Absolutely, oh, so much. Oh, I forget Blade Runner, man. He's in Blade Runner. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not even listing any. Like, he's he's done way more than that. But that's of awesome. course, Seinfeld, um, Kung Fu <laughs> Panda, Cartwright, Cartwright Four, Cartwright. That's awesome. You know, it's funny talking about Big Trouble in Little China. I, I, before I got into law enforcement, I was uh, in. I drove a truck for a long time, and then I sold cars. I sold trucks. I did a bunch of different stuff. But uh, not too long ago, on one of my Facebook groups for old antique equipment and heavy vehicles and stuff, somebody found there the Pork Chop Express still exists, and it's. 
basically exactly as it was in the movie. They've changed like the exhaust and a couple right. of things, but it, it's still out there. Where was it? Do you do you? It's know? it's in the northeast, somewhere up you know Connecticut or somewhere like that. And uh, not too terribly long ago, it was for sale. And I, I don't have a need for it, but I'm glad that it was more expensive than I wanted to pay because I probably would have bought the Pork Chop Express. I would drive it to the grocery store. I don't care. <laughs> I just drive it around. Daniel and I also had a, a conversation recently because somebody found the Herkimer Battle Jitney from Mystery Men. Oh, that's it my, also that's my still one. exists yeah. and is for sale. But. It How was much? just uh, they want twenty grand for it. Not, not it? I don't think that's out. I don't think that's outrageous either. My God, that is in, that's insanely low. That's I love. That's one of my, my probably my favorite movie car. That's I little... loved. Love I absolutely adored uh, Mystery Men. Oh, that's, so that's, that's awesome. I don't meet many people that have an appreciation for it. I do. I, yeah, you're looking at one of them right there. Yes. God awesome. gave me a gift. I shovel well. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, I've been the trying Jitney to get, I've been be trying cool. to get that, uh, their first appearance at Flaming Carrot. Oh, that's a tough one. Mm -hmm. I haven't had any luck. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. Well, yeah, but that's not bad for a screen-used vehicle, man. No. Not bad. That's amazing. No, it's a, it, it's a little impractical. To it, like The windshield's only like four and a half inches tall, so you have to kind of... Slouch, slouch over to be able to see out, and uh, I'd be but, all right with that. Yeah. <laughs> you, watch, you have to make sacrifices to be cool. So, of course, I watch a lot of those abandoned shows on YouTube, and one of them they were out in the woods somewhere up north, and they had there was the the truck from Pet Cemetery, the one that killed yeah. the kid, was yeah. out in the woods, wow. and they went out and they it was unlocked and they opened it and it had the plaque inside that was like this truck was made for the movie Pet Cemetery. That's it for Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. Yeah. That's a really tough one to to be like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna spend fifty grand for that. Yeah. Even if they wanted ten grand, I would have a hard time. This this truck killed Gage, and I'd be yeah. like, that was a creepy ass movie yeah, to begin with. Pop. You know, um, poor Gage, poor Denise Crosby. And, and you can ride around and reenact stuff in the Battle Jitney or in the. Uh, or in the Pork Chop Express, but if you ride around and reenact that, you're just an asshole. So. Yeah, well, you're a murderer <laughs> for one thing. Yeah, like, yeah. I hope I run over a kid today. Yeah, <laughs> it was you know what a good day is when I get to run over a couple of kids and then yeah. bury them and have them come back as murderous creatures. No fair, no fair. Well, have you seen Toxic Toxic Avenger, Toxic Crusader, whatever the movie was? Yeah, Toxic Avenger. Yeah, Trauma. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Trauma. I love trauma. Back in the day, that was like that was VCR fodder. I know you guys are a little too yeah. young for VCRs, but still. Oh, oh no, 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 no. I, no! I live next to a video store, and I was in that. I was in there every day. And after we became adults, I bought the video store that we lived next to. It was a video store and a tanning salon, and I bought it. And we combined everything in Louisiana. You know, drive-through liquor stores, you know, weddings and divorces in the same building. But wow! Uh, but I owned that store, and I saw the collapse coming. I wound up selling out. But uh, it was I, 
probably one of my favorite things I ever did. I worked for Blockbuster and I was like, this corporate stuff sucks. So I went and bought our little hometown video store. And uh, I actually kept some of the movies that Daniel and I used to rent all the time when we were kids. I, I kept them when I sold the store and I still have them to this day. So wait, did you keep the tanning salon part two? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I sold that also. That wasn't bad as a 20 something year old guy though, running a tanning salon. It, it, there's worse jobs. Sure. Oh, hell yeah. Oh my um, God. Wow, it's a restaurant my, my son found uh, the, the joy of, uh, VHS tapes, which I was like, oh my god, he he loves, he loves dead technologies. Yeah. So I had to find him a VCR, and some guy was selling it at the flea market, like ten dollars. It still worked. A, a VCR uh, built in with a TV. So I'm like, this is awesome. I'm like, Daniel, here you go. Much like you, Daniel. Like my son's name is Daniel. Daniel, here you go, and he just watches old vhs tapes that's awesome that's awesome yeah we i i had two big totes and i lost one tote in hurricane irma to the flood but the other tote was up higher and it survived but i didn't have a vcr anymore and not too long ago at daniel's job somebody had thrown one in the dumpster and there was nothing wrong with it so he dumpster dove and got it for me yeah your brother <laughs> i was taking the trash out open lid there's just the vcr with all of its cables I was like, well, I need that. That's called the jackpot, everybody. That's awesome. Yeah. They're, hard, they're kind of hard to find now. They're, they are. Yeah, absolutely. People, people buy them. Like they, they sell when they come up. So I have a lot of VC, uh, VHS tapes. We, uh, Our grandfather taped everything in the world on VHS. And when we when I got ready to move here, the there all the VHS tapes were still at my, my grandparents' house. It was being sold. You know, it was being sold. It was an estate sale. And that's my biggest regret is not going back and getting those tapes because of all the old commercials. It was all taped off TV. That's, yeah, that's, crazy Eddie. That's what I was about hundreds, to say. Hundreds of tapes. Yeah, most you know they've archived most TV shows and movies, cleaned them up. You can probably stream them, but the commercials, those are yeah. lost of time. Where, where you know where do you find those? Uh, YouTube maybe, but I watch a lot of YouTube retro commercials. Yeah. He, our grandfather would have three VCRs recording stuff yep. in three different rooms. Like he had the VCR plus, so you looked in the TV guide and you just put the code in and it yeah. would record for you. Wow. High end. Yeah. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, it was high tech, your grandfather. And he taped yeah. everything. It didn't matter if it was a horror movie or a romance. Yeah. It, anytime everything. a movie was playing, he taped it. That's awesome. That's great. And yeah, you got all the, you got the previews for the upcoming movies, which again, lost the time. Yeah. yeah, and I liked the old uh, the HBO openings from like the '80s and early '90s. Oh yeah, with the with the camera going down the town yep. through the yep. streets, loved it. Yeah, it was super cool. Holy crap! That's 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 really that's amazing. I would yeah. love to go through some of those and just I um, I probably fast forward until I found cool stuff. But uh, yeah, old just old McDonald's commercials and stuff. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah you get to see a Burger King with uh, Elizabeth Shue. It's like, oh wow, she she looks fantastic. That's a, have they made any progress for y'all on getting things reopened yet? Nah, I think it's gonna be a while. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we'll. I don't know. I'm hopefully we'll be able to to mid month. Yeah. Mid May. You're hoping wow. mid May. 
I'm hoping mid. I'm hoping mid May. I'm I'm not holding my breath for it, but I'm hoping. I mean, hold your breath. It'll make that way. We won't get sick. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. True. Or go it, it's, re it's really tough. It's a it's a balancing act because you don't want to have bad exposure and get people sick or anything. But at some point, people have to go back to work, or there's not going to be work to go back to. It's just absolutely. We're gonna. What? Are, how can we rebuild a, an economy that's like completely in the shitter? You know what I mean? Pardon my. Yeah. Friend, but it's. I mean, that's exactly where it is. And, and it's already started here. You know, we're a vacation community, and we're closed to visitors. There's a checkpoint. If you don't live here, you can't come in. And the reason for that is valid. 70,000 full-time residents, we only have probably 100 hospital beds. Yeah. Like if you go into labor here, they have to airlift you to Miami. We don't have any capabilities with our medical system. It's right. an island. So they have to take that into account. But already we're losing restaurants and things because there's no income. And we're starting Monday. Everything can open up not personal services, no gym, no hairdresser, nothing like that. But the restaurants can open back up on Monday with 25% of their capacity. So if they're rated for a hundred people, they can only let 25 in at a time. That stinks. Uh, yeah. And all it takes is one to get <laughs> to infect everybody. Yeah. That's all. Well, that's, that's, that's the whole zombie theory. All you need is yeah. one to reinfect everybody else. Yeah. It's a little yeah. crazy. I shared a thing on Facebook yesterday. It was a, a meme that was uh, all the red shirts from the original Star Trek. It said uh, the first wave of people going to social gatherings. Yeah, that's <laughs> not. You're not wrong. That's why I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna wait a week and see how this see how it looks down here, <laughs> and then uh, hopefully we'll be able to go back to work after this week at my job. Because yeah. I've been I've been at I've been at this house. I haven't left this house except to go to Home Depot twice and the grocery store. I have been in this house for over a month. Well, as you can see, I'm back to work, uh, but I can't open. So yeah, I mean, it's it's nuts. It's <laughs> it I've is had, really. I've had lots of, of home projects to keep me busy, though. Yeah, I'm with you. I got that too. I built some patio furniture. My wife's yeah. honeydew list was. Huge. Oh yeah. Has now anyone knocked like, on the door yet? Like, hey, uh, you guys, open. Let me in. Let me in. Want to see? Where, where's Kevin? <laughs> Kevin's is that home. a constant thing? Oh, where's Kevin? Oh. Yeah. Oh, all the, all the time. I like, do, do people not realize that he lives literally as far away from the store as you could get short of being in like Maine or something? Or short of being in Australia? No. Yeah. It's, it's quite humorous because most people are like, hey, is Kevin here? And I'm like, you just missed him. <laughs> if you would, if you would, Famous thing. literally, you are. 10 minutes, 10 minutes. If you had been here 10 minutes ago, you would have seen him. And they're like, you had to stop and pee, didn't you? You had to stop and pee. Yeah, they like, they, yeah, their friends would they get turn on each other. You rip each other's heads off. It, it's, it, I don't know. I, I love pop culture community. I love talking to people and being extroverted, but sometimes I just, I don't have a lot of faith in the future of humanity. It's like, I get that the guy owns the shop. He does come there from time to time. He comes and signs stuff. He shows up. But that's usually 
relatively planned out. It's not just like, oh, I was in the neighborhood. It yeah. just doesn't work that way. He's Kevin is probably one of the most successful big-name celebrities that's accessible to his fans, but he doesn't just hang out at the shop. No. I mean, he used to, but no, not. That was back in 97 when when we first opened. And, um, yeah. That was that was a long time ago. He's, he hasn't he hasn't worked a register in a very long time. It's been a minute, huh? Is the I hear that they're opening the old RST. They're putting a Smod Castle in that. Oh, they're uh, no, it's not the RST video. It's it's down the block. Oh, okay, the opposite end of where the Quick Stop is. Okay, here's the Quick Stop, and here will be the Smod Castle. All right here. Is that now? Is the Smodcastle something that Kevin does basically just for his podcast, or is that going to be kind of competition for a shared universe? It won't be any competition because it's it's not a recording studio. What it is, oh, okay. uh, it's a venue for people to do live podcasts there, and uh, hopefully we'll be you know uh, there to record it. I get that. That's awesome. It's always yeah. good to have more stuff. It just yeah, we're gonna send all our podcasters down there, and uh, so they can get a taste of live podcasting. Yeah, and Kevin's Kevin's not gonna be there all the time, so he's gonna have to fill up weekends. So sure. we're gonna, you know, have people come in, sell tickets to it. It's uh, it's only, I think, fifty seats, something like that. Yeah, or I heard seventy three, but seventy uh, three. Okay, it's what I'm hearing from the guy building it, but we'll we'll see about okay. that. It's a small well, space, but seventy three. I mean, that's how we can sell at 73 so sure. oh yeah it, it, almost anybody <laughs> should be able to i mean we, i don't think we have that many listeners but most most established podcasts should be able to sell that out or at least almost fill it you're getting there give yourself some time yeah it takes a little while it, it, this is not a, a thing i saw a meme today that was really funny it said how to monetize your podcast by selling all of your podcasting equipment <laughs> yeah, <that's> pretty much <laughs> it in yeah. the groups everybody's like, oh, we just recorded our first episode. How do we get it out there and make money? I'm like, you don't. It's just not. Yeah. Or you fake your death and uh, grab the insurance money. That's Yeah. I mean, you know, that's when do the, the checks start rolling in? I was like, keep keep waiting. Keep going. Keep yeah. going. If you don't do this because you genuinely enjoy it, you are in the wrong thing. <laughs> you, should, you should have picked uh, a better hobby like coin collecting. Yeah, it's a good thing I love it. But yeah, come on up. Do a two two key geeks live. Well, dude, we'll jump in with you, man. Yeah, yeah we'll do that. I'd do it. Absolutely. We have a plan. We we've been planning on coming up there for a long time, and we just never made it. We talked about that last time we met with y'all. Daniel was actually supposed to be on Comic Book Men, but it just the shit didn't work out. Okay. I, tell the story. Yeah. No. Okay. So, uh, I don't. Ben, was it you or someone else that had told me that you had seen online that they were doing the casting call? Uh, it was me, and I sent you like the right. producer's email or something. And I, I, I emailed and I corresponded back and forth for a few weeks with the with the lady, and uh, I sent her. I did the audition video that I had to upload to YouTube, and they you know reviewed it, and I, and and everything looked great. They loved it. They they loved my item that I was going to bring in for you guys. Which was and, uh, do what? Which was? Oh, uh, it was a, a I, I I build uh, horror props during like Halloween season. Okay. And I had built uh, Nathan Grantham from the movie Creepshow. I had built a full-size Nathan Grantham statue 
and I was going to bring it on the show. And right when we were getting everything like finalized, they realized that there could be potential copyright violations. Uh, that ruined everything, man. Yeah. Our show is so much more fun if no one had to worry about copyrights. Nick Adrian, I blame Nick Adrian for that. <laughs> yeah, we had we had a copyright guy employed full time on set to make sure that uh, nothing was. Yeah, uh, we, not that everything on screen was supposed to be there, and that we uh, we couldn't get sued. We no, I mean, you got to cover your ass. I totally understand. And Nathan's in your toy room now, right? He is. I had uh, he uh, when I moved to Florida, he was one of the things I had to leave behind because it's a, a, a full size person, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, I gave him to my friend Anthony for his creep show museum because he was a a huge creep show collector. He had hundreds, if not thousands, of pieces of memorabilia from the movie. And uh, sadly, he was killed last year, and oh, his brother has been going through his collection. And uh, I, I, he always sent home with a few pieces, including including that one. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Well, yeah, you would have been great. Well, you know, if we come back, bring that thing down, man, or up. And yeah, I, I would love to. Uh, I would yeah, love to. Oh it packs God. down into it. Packs down pretty small because you can just take it apart. That would have been cool. To, uh, you know, very few items came in that Brian Johnson got excited about, but I imagine that would have been one of them that he would have. I was, I was, I was hoping that he. Uh, I would love to meet Brian. Adelia, you bitch. Yep. Yeah, I was, so uh, I was a huge creature fan. I lost the lamb. In one day. Because my parents were in Florida and I went to the multiplex and I went to the 10 a.m. showing of uh i forget what what the um the first movie was but then i would jump to movie to movie i didn't get home <laughs> for like 2 a.m so it was actually really cool wow That's so awesome. you hung there all day yeah i brought a lunch <laughs> <laughs> packed the lunch that's awesome I, daniel and i grew up very strangely our mother did not censor what we watched at all like now that i have kids i go back and i watch the stuff that she let us watch I was like, what in the hell was she thinking? Like, I don't let my kids watch half of the shit that we got to watch. As I know. She just didn't care. She... My parents did the same thing to me. When I was seven, I watched Night of the Living Dead. on, And it was on like an 1135 movie on a Sunday night. I, I had the day off the next day. And uh, my parents were like, yeah, you can sleep on the couch and you can have a little, you know, field day or whatever. And I, I watched it and I was terrified. I'm like, oh my god, it's insane, and they're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no big deal. We actually went. Uh, that was spooky too, wasn't it, Daniel? Where we met Marilyn Eastman from mm -hmm. one of the original actresses from, from Night of the Living Dead. One of Daniel's friends is a a big Night of the Living Dead collector, and uh, I guess he had befriended her, and he brought her to the convention rather unexpectedly. Uh, and it, it was cool. It was neat to get to meet somebody. Was, very few people are left from that show. Yes. Yeah, not many surviving cast. Yeah, Judith O'Day is still around. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah you Russ Trainer's still around. Right, yep, Russ is still around. Yep. Russ is definitely still around. And you said you watched it when you were five. You turned out all right. Look at you now. <laughs> I was 12, but no, oh, seven. Okay. Not 12. Yeah, you turned, you turned out all right. Both Not of you five. guys turned out okay. My, my parents are like, let's wait till he's seven to let him watch it. Yeah. Right. That's no big no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I think now it's not that I wouldn't let my kids watch anything like that. Like they would, they, 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 they would get so freaked out. You know, I think, I, I just think kids these days are just wusses. So they, or they're like, ew, yeah. it's black and white. Oh, I don't want to. Right. Watch. Yeah. 
Oh, no respect. No, color? no and, and what's wrong with the TV. That's an issue that I, I've seen quite a bit being involved in pop culture and watching it and all that. The horror movies we have now are not horror movies. They're thrillers or suspense movies. Like my daughter is 14. I couldn't convince her to go to Halloween Horror Nights. Like she has no interest in it. I'm like, what is wrong with you? I would have killed for somebody to take me to something like that at 14. Oh, yeah. You now it's all jump cuts. That's that's the only yeah. thing. It's jump cuts or you know, slash it's 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 gore is essentially what it was. Not that we we lacked gore back in the day, but still there was a, a sense of decorum about it, a sense of like dignity. There was an artistry to it. it exactly. I always bring up the thing when I talk about old horror movies. Yeah, a lot of people just call that a sci-fi movie. I'm like, no, that was horror. Mm -hmm. We were just talking about this the other night. Aliens or Alien. Alien, the first Alien. one. Alien, the very yeah. first one was a horror movie. Yep. It was like Haunted House in Space. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, you could insert any random killer in space, like, you know, Jason. In, you know, like the, the, the unseen threat, like that was what made that movie so amazing. Yeah. Well, they did insert Jason into space. And it eventually. It might have been a poor example, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I actually like Jason X. Don't call me crazy. All right, well, hey, every hey to, to each everybody their own. So there's an ass for every seat. That's so right, exactly. <laughs> Jason goes hell is my favorite. That might that might speak badly of my opinion of the series. I'm an original guy, so I like Mrs. I, I mean, I, it's Jason goes to hell. I, I think because that was the first one I saw when I was when it came out in ninety oh. ninety two, somewhere in there. When yeah, you, I saw the one with Corey. Corey Feldman as he, he shaved his head. Yeah, part four. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, good man. Yeah, way to take one for the team. He's an interesting guy. We've run into him at the convention before. Yeah. He's uh, he's out there a little bit. I've heard, but you know what? I He was nice enough. Yeah, the, the dude's been through so much. And you know what? He's he's kind of a Hollywood legend. So He I is. Yeah. Tragic story with him and, and Corey Haim. It's very, yeah. very tragic. Uh, and the fact that he's like trumpeting from the highest rooftop that there's like a um, a pedo. Um, like a ring? Ring a in Hollywood. So, and it, has anyone checked on him? He's not dead, is he? No, he's still, no, alive. He's still alive. All right, because he said that he was going to name names. And I'm like, is someone going to take a shot at him? Yeah, it's uh, that's that's risky. That's yeah. risky. He did. He, did. Sure. he named. He, he, he did. called out Charlie Sheen. Yep, he named several names. Wow. Well, Charlie's too high to to care. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. realize. No time for that. Yeah. <laughs> Have y'all been following the spat with AMC theaters and Universal here and there? I was going to bring that up, and uh, Regal Cinemas has hopped on board as well. Yeah, I, saw I saw that, that today. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't blame them. I, uh, I, you know, I don't. Um, I don't think it's it's a good move per se, but I don't blame them for being mad. I mean, they're they're totally justified to not show any Universal movies, based on the Trolls World Tour move. But I, I can't. I mean, Universal's got some pretty big franchises that, uh, you know, the the Fast and Furious for one, uh, all the Jurassic movies for uh, for another uh, Minions, like all those uh, Despicable Me's. And if they end up 
and if they end up rebooting the uh, the dark universe like they're talking about, you know, that's <laughs> going to be a major money maker. You may have Tom Cruise and keep running it into the, into the ground. No, I I don't want him to touch it. I want yeah, someone no competent to to get in there and do some really cool stuff with uh, the Universal monsters. Right. I was I was so disappointed when it when it flopped so badly. Well, I knew it was going to suck because uh, who played? It was uh, Russell Crowe as uh, Henry Jekyll. Yeah. Yeah, he played Dr. Jekyll. And, yeah. yeah, Dr. Jekyll, and he, he was an archaeologist. It's like, you're a moron. No, don't don't have them cross over like that. You they know, were trying Penny, to go too different with it. Too Penny mainstream. It really nicely. Yeah. So, without even having the universal monsters. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, I, yeah they're... Uh, and, and well, well, back to the future franchise. I mean, you're losing a lot of good stuff here. So Yeah, you are. It's they're gonna have to come to some kind of a resolution. It's, I think they will. they will. They're just blowing uh, steam. Yeah, they're mad. At, they're mad. Yeah, and and it's, right it's that whole, you know you're not gonna play right. I'm gonna take my toys and go home. But also yeah. by the same token, who cares about the Trolls World Tour? <laughs> I mean, a hundred million people, obviously, yeah, but or a hundred million dollars worth of right. people, but not yeah. me. I don't care. I, I doubt anyone sitting here cares. Not really cares. Unless you're, you know, closet troll freaks, which is fine. No judgment here. Did you have to put download that one for the kids? I did not download that one for the kids. No. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. I haven't done that either. And then, yeah, you know what? I don't know if I would. I mean, I understand why they're mad. I'm like, you know, it's kind of like, hey, I thought we were going to ride this whole thing out together. Like, all right. Yeah. I guess not. And uh, so, you know, you guys are jerks, but um, they took the first exit and left everybody else on the road. Yeah. 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 Um, However, they did make money on the movie. So I can't that that, I can't blame them for 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 that. I mean, you know, you got to do what you got to do, especially now. So I don't know. I mean, I I don't think there it was there was a contract saying they couldn't release it uh, for in a home format. Um, But, you know, special circumstances. So. Um. Yeah, I I think they will backtrack on that eventually when everything is said and oh, done. Yeah, do yeah there were several. Think, do you think that yeah. if uh, if they did the video on demand in the future, do you think it would have any effect on the movie industry on theaters? I. Yeah, I, I love going to movies. I think it would. I mean, we all of us are cinephiles. We love going to the movies. I need my you know my extra large uh, icy and the the huge popcorn. Um, but, uh, you know, I also have, I, I, there are times when I don't want to leave the house and then, you know, and I'm, I'm, and I'm never at home. So I know there are a lot of people who just don't want to leave and if they can watch it at home, they will. Yeah. Or they can stream it on their iPad or they can just sit at a bus station watching like a new release movie. Of course they're going to. Because people are essentially lazy. (laughs) You're not wrong. Truth. It's... We're movie fans. We love to go to the movies. Our uh, little mini theater here that we have, our five-screen Cineplex, if you will, has uh, on the weekends been doing drive-through snacks and popcorn. So, like, you can go get a big bag of popcorn and some cotton candy for your home movie night since they can't be open. Yeah, they're doing that to make a few extra bucks and stay open. That's they're awesome. trying to. They're, they're uh, doing a hundred percent of the money they make goes to the employees. That's cool for their health insurance. Yeah, Great. and they're also and they're also getting rid of the the stock that's been you know wow. to expire. That's awesome. 
And uh, yeah, I don't care what you say. Uh, nothing replicates that movie popcorn. No, no, nope. 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 <laughs> we've been uh, we've been getting it uh, on. Uh, we got it last weekend and watched. Uh, I showed my girlfriend the very. She'd never seen uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh so man, we went, we went and got our popcorn and and snacks and sat down and watched Raiders of the Lost Ark last weekend. And uh, tomorrow we're going to do the same thing and do Temple of Doom. Did she like Raiders? Oh yes, very much. Temple's not as good, but it's still nope. it's, it's it's still good. quality. It is. It's it's got a unique charm for sure. It's, it does. It's still it still ranks high on me, but uh, you and know, it a lot of it's a lot of that's nostalgia for sure. The the other half it is. is there's there, the other half is there's an Asian kid in it who who steals the show. So I can't hold on to your potatoes, man. Exactly. <laughs> but was shockingly absent from the first movie, which was supposedly after. So what did they do a short round? That's what I, want. I you know I never found out and um. Yeah, murdered. murdered. Yeah, probably. <laughs> we don't talk about that time, you know. I, I imagine he he left and started his own adventures. You know, uh, mentored by you know the the men of adventure, and uh, yeah, I would love to see a comic book about like the the further adventures of uh, Short Round. That would yeah, be we'll a super cool. Actually, comic. that should be an entire uh, podcast. Whatever happened to Short Round? Yeah, you do a whole series on it. That is a great question. I guess well, I guess only Spielberg and Lucas would know, huh? Yeah, and whatever happened to Willie? Did she ever make it big in Hollywood? We know she didn't. No. But he's a uh, short rounds in a vault somewhere. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> he's being looked after by top men. Top men. Right, exactly. Men. That's a <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> yeah, him and James Hong are hanging out with each yeah. other. <laughs> Hey, do y'all have any con appearances that have rescheduled or anything coming up? I know Ming, you did the online con. Last I did. Weekend. I did a couple of them. Um, uh, I did one called the Mainframe Comic Con uh, this past weekend, and uh, I don't know how they lined up this guest list, but it was uh, it was amazing. It was they had, they got Kevin, they got Brian O'Halloran and Marilyn Gigliotti. Uh, they got David Harbor from Stranger Things, uh, wow. Chuck Polnyuk, the uh, the writer of Fight Club. Um, yeah, they uh, yeah, they they knocked it out of the park. I don't, I, I, and uh, it, all the money went to I think the Heroes Initiative, and uh, maybe some struggling comic book shops. But uh, yeah, I mean everyone's trying to move online now because that's the only thing you can do now. And uh, while it's not the same, it's uh, it's kind of fun. You know, they were they were just doing it like this. They were using Streamyard to uh to do interviews. Um, I haven't watched the Kevin one yet, but uh, they they scheduled each panel to be about twenty or thirty minutes. And I was like, how did you get Kevin to cut it short to 20 minutes or 30 minutes? <laughs> Give him an X-Lax. Yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> cut <But> his mic. <laughs> I, I, I skimmed through the file, and uh, yeah, they had him write. Uh, write well, they gave him an extra five minutes, um, but to, and they had to stay on schedule. But uh, it was it was pretty crazy. So uh, yeah, Seth. They got Seth Green. Um, they got yeah. They got a lot of cool people in there, and that was uh, really fun. That's really neat that they're doing that. And one of the really cool things about that is that, I mean, it's it's not a profitable thing. It's something, I mean, just to put people on stream, people aren't going to pay a bunch of money for that. So it's basically that you know the people that are doing it are doing it for their fans and yep. just for people to have something to do because they're not making a ton of money doing it. And again, any donations, like you said, went to charity. So that's really cool. You you know that the people who do those things are really all about their fans, which is yeah. awesome. 
for sure. Although, uh, you know, I think the ultimate goal in, in moving all these cons online is so people can make money. So, you know, maybe if, uh, uh, vendors who would go to a physical con can, some, can somehow sell their stuff online. Um, you know, artists especially can do commissions and uh, sell prints online at an online con. Uh, I think they're still they're still trying to figure out that format, and they haven't. You could do it. I, I have people that I'm friends with on Facebook who do like jewelry shows. Like they'll go on Facebook Live and they've got all their jewelry set up and they show stuff and people buy it. And, yeah, you know, they could do something very similar to that and uh, get through it. I mean, it, it's not I'm ideal, on, but it'll work. Do, I'm on a, a bunch of Facebook groups for for vintage toy collecting. And, and they do on the groups, they'll do like, they'll have like one night a week where somebody will be live and they'll have a big sale and they'll have all their stuff laid out. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, a lot of comic shops are doing live auctions too, which, uh, which, uh, which yeah. is cool. So, uh, yeah, they're alternatives. It's not the same. Uh, but like if that mainframe comic con, like if that was a real, like a, a real con with all those guests, it would have been pretty awesome. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> would have been a, a yeah, that would have been up for sure. Um, but yeah, all the other ones I was going to go to, uh, they either got canceled or they've been postponed till later in the year. We will see if they happen or not. Um, yeah, I, at this point, um, you know, New York is in October scheduled for October. I don't, I don't know if it's going to happen or not. That's yeah. optimistic. Uh, Since which, we talked last, San Diego got canceled, which yeah, is a I, huge I saw, blow. I saw that coming and, uh, yeah, it pains me as I have, I always have so much fun there, but, um, yeah, a lot of always, always a lot of adventure in San Diego that week. Um, but it, yeah, there, there is no way they're gonna, they're gonna pull that off in July. In, in what is it? It's well, it's May. So yeah, in two months. Yeah, no way. Yeah, not, not with. No, nobody's gonna feel comfortable being squeezed in like that. No, and, and Mega, here in Florida, MegaCon is still going uh, allegedly, and they, they postponed it to June. Fourth, fifth, and sixth. Well, in a but month. That's still really early. That's entirely too early. That's what I think too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, unfortunately, a, a lot of the cons uh, haven't officially canceled yet. It's a whole insurance thing. Um, there are like act of God clauses that have to trigger, uh, in or I um, I don't. It, it, um, a lot of them haven't like officially canceled because of insurance reasons. They want to get their policies to uh, to kick back. Uh, but they have to do it. They have to follow the letter of the contract, I guess. So, yeah. Well, yeah. we we discussed going. I'm going. I'm flying out that Saturday. We're going to see my wife's family in Arkansas, and we discussed going up and going on Friday. But we looked at the guest list, and no one is going to be there on Friday. Like no one. There's. Uh, it'll be the vendors and you. Like there's only two or three celebrity guests that plan to be there Friday. Oh. Everybody's going to be there Saturday and Sunday. Right. Uh, was it like that before all this happened? Uh, to some degree. Uh, okay. You know, a lot of people fly in on Friday and then oh. they appear on Saturday and Sunday. That's, I mean, kind of expected, but it was because they've already had so many people that haven't reconfirmed or okay. they're not comfortable going now. Right. It exacerbated that. It seemed like it was a lot worse. That, uh, that stinks. Uh, I remember we went back in 2014, I think. And uh, yeah, all I think we were there all four days. All four days were gangbusters, man. It was packed. So, and, and yeah, I don't know, man. If you can't, I, I'd say if you can't run into that kind of capacity, like why bother, you know? But I know yeah. they're going to recoup their losses for sure. Would, would you go if they were like, well, we're still going to do it? 
If I wasn't out of town that weekend, I think we would go. I don't think very many people will go. And I think, you know, you wear your mask, take hand sanitizer. I think it would be okay. But you just have to judge it based on what's going on there. Here's the thing is that at that point, are they going to be allowed to have a gathering that size? Like, I, that's what I'm, yeah, that, I think that's what Ming was saying, why it's not going to be, yeah. you know, what it is. So, because if if you're limiting it to 25% capacity, yeah. everyone's going to be standing outside and it's 90 right. degrees for yep. hours and then get yeah, to go right. in for a few minutes. That's just right. not... I've been I've been in that situation. We had a convention uh, when I lived in Louisiana. It was in Shreveport. And they uh, overbooked. They oversold the tickets by like way over a thousand for the amount of people that are allowed into the convention center. And I, when I got there, we stood outside in a rainstorm for almost five hours before we even got into the convention center. Yeah, the fire marshal. The fire marshal. They, they were only letting like 300 people in at a time into this. And the the line for this was over a mile long to get into the building. Wow, which kind was this? Do you remember the name? I don't. I don't. It's been. It's oh gosh, it's been seven or eight years ago. Wow. Okay. Well. Um. Wow. Well, so they did something right, but not <laughs> except for line control. They. Uh. Wow. All right. Well, they they got the crowd that they wanted, and then so. Yeah, they, you know, they 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 absolutely there was a massive amount of people there, but totally mishandled the uh the bookings. Daniel, was that geek gone? No, I don't think it was GeekCon. This no. was a this was a while back. Yeah, which I have, to, I have to call to one of my friends that was there and see if he remembers. Yeah, I was just wondering like GeekCon. I was supposed to be at GeekCon and uh, they postponed it to next year, which Ugh. which stinks. Uh, yeah, I hear Shreveport's kind of a fun town. So yeah. GeekCon's a pretty. I've been to GeekCon. Yeah, yeah. I met the I met the promoters. They're really awesome people. Uh, guys, I apologize. I have to go. Okay. No uh, problem. Bye. To grab this phone call. It was great, great talking to you. I have to go you and too, uh, do your comic book boxes too. All right, thanks, Mike. Thank you. you guys live, live, see you, buddy. live box ordering with Mike Sapsick, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> he, he should just kept the phone open. I want yeah, to we could talk to them too. Found out what they're into. <laughs> oh, right, exactly. Yeah, what the hell, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. um yeah, so yeah, Geek kind of they postponed to twenty twenty one, and uh, they're like, "Will you come back?" I'm like, "Absolutely!" So awesome. Yeah, so I'll be there. That'll I'll be a good be convention. It's uh, they use uh, that one that you went to, Daniel. They had a pretty good guest list at that con too, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. I wasn't doing autographs as much back then, unfortunately. I wish I had been. Uh, good times. I think well, that Bing, was the thank you. I got uh, Michael Beans from. Aliens. Yeah, Aliens, Terminator. Mm -hmm. I got yeah. a signature on the Michael on the on the Kyle Reese and on the Hicks from Aliens. That's awesome. Those awesome. Figures. Two iconic characters from the eighties, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, he was stuff. nice too. He was signing with uh, Linda Hamilton. Oh, dude. So wait, did you oh, get I would love to get Linda Hamilton. Did you get yeah, both? I, I didn't I didn't get Linda Hamilton's. I should have. Oh. I didn't have anything for her to sign because I at this point in my life I thought I was gonna collect signed toys. Right. Before the posters started. The posters look good, I'm not gonna lie. And they're I've they're, got a, they're, I've they're got a bunch. I know that's amazing. <laughs> that's a hell of wow. It just keeps going too. That's a that's a great collection. Yeah, he's out of wall space in his house. A hundred percent. I love it. Well done, my friend. Well done. Uh, 
Good times. Well, Ming, thank you for doing this with us Holy today. It was man. a lot of fun to catch Holy up. God, and, that was uh, awesome. This was I love great. You, man. I'm glad that y'all are doing well and hanging in there. Uh, I'm going to continue to try to get people to come and podcast with y'all. And uh, I appreciate hopefully that. Hopefully, we'll keep this going. Um, we'll, uh, we'll be down there soon enough. Um, yeah, I, um, yeah, actually, I was supposed to be in Orlando at the end of this month for a comic book shop appearance um, at a place called the Coliseum of Comics. And, uh, you know, always trying to get to Miami or uh, Tampa is the one I've, that's eluded me. I want to go to Tampa. Tampa's awesome. Yeah, we've got to get you to Tampa Bay Comic Con. That's a great con, and it's a lot of fun, that town. We always stay downtown where we can walk everywhere. It's a blast. Yeah. yeah I, had a, I had a great time in Tampa. I'm, but, I'm, uh, work, I'm working Tampa. on it. I'm working on it. Um, and that con, I believe, is at the end of August, mid or late August. So that would probably be a... Uh, a very good one by then everything should be kind of half-assed back to normal it, it should either be back to normal or full mad max one of the two so. let's hope so well I'll, uh, <laughs> yeah i'll work on that for sure then all right it was awesome. good to see you buddy thank you for being with us for sure and uh, Thanks, everybody man. listening to or watching this subscribe to the two key geeks podcast for sure the best podcast thank you. <laughs> we appreciate thank that you. so right. have a good one thank you guys all right i'll see you later